Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Mentor. This week, we're talking to two guys who run a business called The Rolling Fix. It started as a mobile bicycle servicing and repair company with two mates. One was a mechanic, the other one had the van. So away the business went. They've since expanded to start getting into the electric bike market, making motor-assisted bikes to help people ride around without getting sweaty or needing a shower. I love this system. Electric bikes, I believe in them. I've met these guys before. They once pitched to me in the finals of the Uber pitch, and they're now working hard to grow their business and expand the bike riding community right here in Sydney. Let's get into it. Cameron Harrison and John Trelaw, welcome to The Mentor. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Right, Cameron. Tell me the story behind this. What's going on? How did it all happen? Well, it all happened a bit over four years ago and uh, my best friend, Thomas, and I started a business. Um, We started- So, by the way, John is Thomas's dad. Correct. Yep. Okay. Introduction. Yep. Cameron, John- Thomas's dad, yeah. uh, and so he's come in today as part of like a, new, a slightly new branch off of our business, which is the Rolling Fix, right? Um, and we do mobile bicycle servicing, and we specialize in corporate service packages, uh, so servicing end of trip facilities for big corporates. So I mean, like or building management companies like CBRE, ISPT, Dexas, and all those kind of. And then um, it started four years ago. We Thomas had a van. I had a pile of tools. I was racing a bicycle. Uh, at quite a high level, and that was my core focus, but then working part-time, fixing bikes. And so I thought, I'll put my tools in your van, we'll put a sticker on it, you make a website, and away we went. So what was the problem you were trying to address? The problem we were trying to address is that, I mean, my experience was that, you know, I was riding a bike, spending probably 25 to 30 hours a week pedaling, and most of that happens from 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. in the morning. And, you know, and your usual local bike shop opens at like 9.30, 10 o'clock and then closes at 2 p.m. on Sunday. You know, everyone, it's a, it is a lifestyle industry and most people are working there and that's great. But for the core diehards that love their bike and want to go into the shop and talk to people, it's fantastic. But there is a really huge growing market of people that are using the bike as a tool to travel. So to and from work or down to the shops. And those people, you know, they get to work at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. They work at Chifley Tower or Macquarie Bank or any of those places. They park their bike in the facility. They park their bike in the facility and then they go to work and then they leave at 6 o'clock. And like realistically, they don't have time or if they do, they take an hour out of their day, you know, their lunch break, they're eating, walking their bike through the city, 
getting some like some grease on their suit pants because they're trying to get their bike to the shop on Clarence Street, and then they're there going, "Oh well, I've got this issue." And then the guy says, "Yep, yeah, mate, I'll give it back to you in a week. Like, come back and pick it up." And so, so problem identified. Yep. Market size. Ginormous. Yep. So, yep. No, well, give me well, – okay, that's – Well, we've got we've – That's got, a word, but uh, give me a sense <laughs> of it. Like, uh, I mean, because, by the way, I remember you from the Uber pitch. Uber pitch, yeah. So, uh, and you've obviously advanced the business to into other areas now, but I just want to get back to the basic stuff. Yep. So, you found the problem. You've identified the market size. Yep. In other words, you just mentioned a few big names, yes. corporates who, you know, who encourage their staff, as does the city of Sydney, the mayor, yep. you know, and the road systems now encourage, um, you know, bike riding. But the the size so the size of the market is it growing? It is growing, yeah. So on average, we work or well, at the moment we have twenty six engaged buildings which we service, and on average the bicycle cage size has between a hundred or about one hundred and fifty bicycle parking racks, and some of them up to three hundred, and Westpac's is up to five hundred, and some we service only have twelve. So it's a skewed number, but the size and the amount of money spent on end of trip facilities in the is a hugely growing space ispt i know they're relaunching theirs this commonwealth banks built a huge new one down there which we're talking about them with the end-to-end service package and so it is an and you know active travel and active transport is such a massive thing and health in that and it all ties into what we're trying to achieve which is breaking down those barriers of riding or even walking to work or using an active mode of transport okay so problem identified people don't have time yep to go and wheel their bike down at lunchtime to somewhere else to get it fixed. And by yep. the way, there's not many places in town you can get your bike fixed. No, there's only a handful. Um, especially if you're riding into town, which is probably where most people ride to, in Sydney at least. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing is the market is growing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you've got you know, good demand and you've got a, a growing market, you know, and all businesses do best on a rising tide. Um, you don't want to be in a business where the tide's going out. You want to be one where it rises. Definitely. So that's, that's important and, you know, and there's a – there's a, a broader macro view on this, you know. Not it's not only more bikes, but there's just a general view that people should be riding bikes. You know, there's an issue around petrol. There's mm. there's an issue about parking spaces, issues around crowding in the city, mm. particularly a growing city. So the city's growing. The city's getting more crowded. We want we need to have less cars because the cars can't be accommodated. So got that bit, okay. and then pricing. Pricing is uh, standard. I mean, like we've built a model. That works. It's profitable for our business, and it's also really competitive with the market as it is. So, so what do you do? Like, you, you say to someone, "Listen, could I go online?" Do I? You can go online. We've got a really simple web form. You know, it's a couple of drop-down boxes. Like, have you been serviced by us before? Where, and our focus is really to be forefront of tech, uh, which is we'll talk about later. But our network, or like our database, is about eighteen hundred cyclists strong to use the term loosely people ride to work don't necessarily consider themselves lycra lycra clad tour de france winners but you know they're people that ride bikes and yeah, yeah. um and so there we got about 1800 strong and we have the details of where they ride like where they ride to and from you know what kind of bike they ride what's on it and so once you become a, a you know a, a rolling fixed customer or part of our you know, our entity, then it's really simple. You can tick two drop down boxes on the website, say, oh, I work at Chifley Tower and like I need to get my bike serviced. And then we have all your details and your service history and we can go out and facilitate that. As a new customer, um, it's often easier just to pick up the phone and say, oh, I'm new and be like, oh, cool. Like, do you know anything about your bike? No, easy. Can you sh- snap a photo and send it through to this mobile number? It comes into our system. And then, you know, we're the experts and I can look at it and say like, oh, this is 
you know, rough year model, what specifications are in it, make sure the stocks from our warehouse and our office in Ultimo in our vans get simple. So do you do people's homes? Like We like- do do people homes as well. A lot of people work from home and they, you know, all these days or like have a day, you know, the four-day work week or whatever it is. So we definitely do people's homes and we can do, you know, a family's bikes and those kind of things. That's and cool too. That's really, that's big part of the, like, you know, they go no, hand they, in hand. Because my, like my, I, I got a bike ride around where I live mm. and um, I just know this making a few creaky noises the other day. It's probably because my big ass on the bike, but <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Um, and I just, and I think, you know, how am I going to get this thing fixed service? So like, what, do you book it in or? Yeah, you just shoot a web, uh, like a message through a our web form, a request through our web form. And then we've got a guy um, permanently in the office who's, you know, and he does you all send those inquiries. Yeah. And then he'll just either pick up the phone and say, oh, hey, like, you know, got your web form. Thanks for that. Our next available appointment's here. Like, you know, if you've. We've, we make it, we've made it really simple. So in the web form, it says like road bike, commuter bike, mountain bike. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to go because there's nothing worse than getting onto something and being like, oh, I want to get this done. And then be like, oh, you know, what year model? Like, what's the serial number on your bike? Like, I don't care. Like, mm. I want you to tell me that. And that's so that's the level of engagement we want to have with our customers. And don't get me wrong. Like, I've been in the industry and involved for years. And people like, you know, the people that want to ring up and talk bike, they can come to the rolling fix because we can really accommodate that and we have a really strong social media following which is a key for our like that high level engaged cyclist market but we want to make it accessible for everyone so do you do you run like a community so like and i know strava is very popular amongst cyclists Mm. um do you somehow keep data on your customers and or your community yeah we're working on integrating that into our system it's um it's a, I guess, a, a not quite plug and play at the moment. It's a bit integrated. We have like a core customer group, which we track and do that. How do you we, track them? Well, you use their Strava app. So if right. they're using the Strava and you, then have you, access. Can, you can, yeah, that is an open API app. So you can take that. And yeah. at the moment it's not integrated into our back end in yeah. terms of like, I can't click on a person and just see their ride details. We would love to be there in the future. But well, no, moment, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, can you get sort of say, look, Mark, You've just done a thousand kilometers. You really yep. need to get a yeah. So we base it service. more on like, a bit like what a BMW does on my car. A hundred percent. We base it more on time um, because just I mean, like we do have it, and we have a algorithm in our back end that does time. So you know, ninety day, depending on whether you click like I ride more than fifty k's, more than a hundred k's, or more than two hundred k's a week. When you like, when we take that details from our customer then it will send them a prompt or the email or we can actually pick up the phone or a text message, whatever. It's a bit more intuitive though as opposed to being like real data-driven. Like, uh, yeah. Um, no, oh, no, that that's – Because that's, I might not do – I might say yeah, I do 50, but I might not do 50. I might do exactly. two. And then, and you know, and then, yeah, you might do two for Whereas like four Whereas if you're on weeks. Strava, it's, 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 you're actually getting actually the real, 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 real data. Yeah, real yeah we'd love to get real data, but, at, you know, and integrated. And now for our, you know, our VIP customers or like our real core – customers we i can just type their name into strava and it'll it'll give you like a real great snapshot of like six months a year what their writing is and i can just quickly look at our system and go okay is this 80 percent correct and you go yeah like we're still onto it and give them a prompt to say oh you know we noticed this was semi-worn 50 percent worn last time you've done four thousand k's let's come in and get it sorted because I mean, I, I get. I mean, guess one of the things is maybe the bike companies are going to start doing this, like the motor vehicle companies do. I mean, they know <clears throat> the motor vehicle companies make their money out of servicing, not out of the motor vehicle yeah. sale. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, you, what you want to be careful of is a, just as a risk management thing is that um, bike companies don't get onto this and start to say, oh, hang on, why don't we start trying to make money out of the servicing of the bikes we sell? Yeah. And um, particularly those racing bikes. Um, and yeah. why don't we just start to put some GPS tracker on there ourselves so yep. we know exactly where – Cameron's been, how many kilometres he's done, and we'll allocate service stations around the place like BMW does. And yeah, you'll get an sure. email once you buy the thing because you register and they say, you've done $2,000, come and get genuine BMW parts, yeah. genuine blah, blah parts, I don't know yeah, any yeah. bike names. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Shimano, SRAM, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, all yeah, the genuine yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like all our parts, <clears throat> I mean, I guess the industry is behind that car world. There are people that are going direct to dealer, um, you know, big brands, some of the e-bike brands go direct to dealer and, and you know, genuine, the genuine parts thing is not a massive issue because we have accounts with, you know, all those, you can get genuine SRAM parts, like genuine Campagnolo, the distributors here are pretty good um, in Australia. Yeah, but what they're going to say, Cameron, is this, this is say, a Shimano trained technician, Yeah, which is what BMW say. And I, yeah. I don't I mean, to be honest with you, like, you know, my, it's probably no different, no, probably no better, maybe not even as good as the, the other mechanic down the road who's been looking after BMW cars for 30 years because yeah. that's just what he does. And, you know, I mean, I, I might get a cheaper deal, but I'm just saying, I just thinking to myself aloud yeah. how I would push against you if I was yeah, the, the, the bike company. I would say, oh, shit, this guy's uh, taking business away from me, yeah. which is what you're trying to do, which you're doing a great job at. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to work out how to how I would – Push against you, and I would I would GPS the machine the, the machine and uh, somehow open up. This, I'd, I'd just copy what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hundred Build a website and say, mate, we've got mobile mechanics, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. and we we would NRA style. We would yeah we would love well NRA style. We would love to see that from like from the actual manufacturers. Like I, you can ring a manufacturer and say, how long does the chain last in kilometers? And no one will give you a straight answer. And the, the heart, this is the, the hardest thing for our business is that we've got customers that ride 2,000 kilometers and their chain wears out and we, we recommend replacing it. And then I've got a customer that does 7,000 kilometers and he's got the exact same chain and his chain's not worn out. And this is the big challenge for us is that you would, re, like even reading on, manufacturers websites about tire wear the other day and you know i was doing some research and it says you know this tire lasts anywhere from two and a half thousand to nine thousand kilometers so you're there going like this is not useful information for me and my customer and they say and it says then there's a fine print that says depending on the pressure that you run the tire like what your friction friction like whether off-road or on-road like whether it's hilly or not and like whether how often you clean the bike like People, no one wants to say your chain lasts two and a half thousand kilometers and then you need to replace it. And I think someone in the car industry, well, you know, in the manufacturing line said like, you know, at 5,000 Ks, get your car serviced. And the little, like the spanner on your dash lights mm. up and you go and get your car serviced. But I guarantee that if you drove it for another 500 kilometers, the engine wouldn't fall out of the bay and be left on the road. But they were, that is what we call preemptive servicing, which is what we are trying to do to the mm. industry and what, reactive servicing which is yourself riding around on oh, my bike starting to make a creaky noise like now you think about it whereas before when it was running perfectly like whether it's you don't have a dash for the spanner mm. to pop up so you would never in your mind think oh i should get this checked up but if i got an email could if you got an email or a text message dash. that said hey yeah. like we noticed it's been six months like mm. you know you're due for a bike service, which is what we do, or it's three to six months depending on like our two brackets of like mm. high use, like medium use or low mm. use. Mm. And 
if you do that and then you get the email prompt and you go and you can write back or give me a call and say, oh, hey, guys, like I was away for two months of work or like the Christmas holidays have been up, haven't ridden my bike or I got hit by a car and like broke my hip, which happened to one of our customers. And he's like, man, I haven't ridden the bike for five months. And I go, well, hey, no worries. I'll just update our system and then like I'll give you a call. Like oh, let me send you some stickers or a T-shirt or something because you bust Anyway, the killer up. is here, Cameron. You go to people's places because nothing worse than me you have to put my bloody bike in the back of a truck or something <laughs> yeah. and take it out to padding to get fixed. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I want to move off this because cool. you know, like every good business has a future roadmap, and yeah. uh, and the future roadmap for you guys is looks like is electric bikes. Is that right? And yeah. this yeah. might be a good time for you to introduce John and what John does with your business. For sure, John is uh, as we said at the start is Thomas's dad. Um, he's a baby boomer, and. Uh, He's a, a new convert to electric bikes and the access that that gives him to travel. Yeah, it's more than the convert to the bike. It's looking where transport's going. And uh, I've had a great time in the corporate world, Mark, in, you know, where Microsoft was business change, Adobe was digital change and digital tools, like all the stuff we're using here. And then I moved into online video, which was another big upward movement. But this one's really exciting because... It allows me and you when you're a little bit older, because it's not right now, because you're a young fella, but <laughs> people to do, I know, but people, Mark, to do things on a bike that they couldn't do. Like I can do a Kuna Bay. I couldn't do that on a normal bike. Um, I can commute to work. I can arrive to work as I'm dressed now in a shirt and a jacket because you don't sweat, put it on turbo and off you go. But it's more that whole change in the way you commute. Um, you were talking before about congestion. I mean, Sydney is not much fun. I mean, the, the bike paths are getting better. So what the guys did, they they hit upon requests from different buildings and businesses saying, we want something else in our building. We want to have a, a couple of bikes or a suite of bikes to get between buildings. Like some companies have multiple buildings in the city. They want an easy way for people to get there. Now, the whole thing is based on the rolling fix in that the service of these bikes or service and support is really what we're doing. We're building more business for the rolling fix, but at the same time selling um, electric bikes, um, ones which we think we've been through the process of choosing the right sort of bike. Like we just say, it's got to have a Bosch engine. That's the, that's the solution. Might, look, for the people, because you're the converted, um, you need to, I think, a good idea to explain the concept of electric bike. Oh, bikes. right. I mean, how it all works. It's sure. a, it's a um, the Pedelec, or that's a pedal bike, with an engine of 250 um, kilowatt uh, engine, uh, what Can engine? I jump in there, John? Yeah, sure. From tech specs? Cool. So <laughs> I was going to make it like a normal person. It, it gives <laughs> no, you a boost. No, 250 watts, um, if you look on a Strava file, I was a French cyclist who recently just rode in the Tour de France, and for the hilly stage of the Tour de France, he averaged for six and a half hours 250 watts. And like there were speaks. Like, in other words, peaks and troughs. some dude was there pedaling away, and generating 250 watts of pedal power. Pedal power, yeah. correct. And these bikes have a 250 watt pedal assisted motor. So there's a small motor about, you know, the size of a two litre milk container mm. at the pedals and it provides 250 watts of assistance. So and you, it's electric. And it's electric. Yep. And you plug it in and you charge it up and you get anywhere between 60 to 100 kilometers, 120 kilometers, depending on the assistance yep. that you want. Yeah. How hard you're driving. How yeah. hard you're driving. And it, that's it. So it gives you that ability to either pedal as hard as you want and to sweat up a storm or 
to wear your jacket into mm. work for that 6K yeah. commute and mm. get there. And I think it's important, Cameron, to let the people listening, is that it doesn't mean you just get on the bike and flick a switch and it just no. drives itself. No. There's um, no it, throttle. It, there's, mm. it just means that it assists your pedaling. So That's it's right, actually 100%. easy easy pedaling, but you can yeah. basically just be cruising yeah. but getting quite a bit of speed out of it. And, and, also, and you're here Correct. to hill. And yeah. the hills are the things that um, mm. really Make you sweat just, up. They disappear. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, commute from where I about 13Ks into the city. It's about 43 minutes and uh, mostly bike path. But um, I do love coming to a hill and there's a cyclist in front of me because I just – Zoom past them. Well, you don't zoom past, but you go past them. I'd apologise and yeah. make some smart comment. But it really – it just uh, changes the way – So they're going. legal? They're, Very legal. No laws against them or, they're, they're, you know, No, just wear a helmet. All the normal bike, bike uh, rules and they, um, they have – they're limited 25K – uh, assistance from the engine, so you can go fast on twenty five k, but you just got to pedal or downhill, or roll downhill, or roll downhill. And um, but the the good thing is the battery's there. It um, the bikes look good. You don't need a license. Don't need a license. It's not like a motorbike. Nope. Nope. Um, yeah, um, you, uh, insurance. You, do you need road insurance? Yeah, um, I've got insurance, which is just third party, and my normal, which is about sixty bucks. In case a you year. hit somebody, in case I hit a yep, right. Maserati or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the traffic, um, or uh, and other than that, it's. Um, you know, I park anywhere and so okay. So yeah. you got your you got your e bike. So you know, okay, you tell me now what the, what is the future roadmap for rolling fix? The rolling fix is doing very well now in terms of fixing people's bikes up. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to. Well, I think what the best thing to do here is I want to hear about this in a little bit more detail. So we're going to go to the break after this. But what right. I want to hear in after the break is what is the future roadmap for this business called the rolling fix in relation to your e bikes, your electric bikes. Yep. And uh, so we're just going to go to the break and we'll come back and talk about this. Sounds good. Right. Back after the break, and what's really important for every good business is you've got to have a future roadmap when when you're in the business of a technology. And I guess you guys are in the the rolling fix, which is your business, is in the business of future technology. Uh, And your business is, you know, growing well, but... You want to make sure that you don't get knocked off by someone who just comes and copies you. Mm-hmm. So you've got to come up with new ideas, um, new um, revenue streams. And what we're talking about now is this e-bike. Um, now, I have an electric bike, which I bought a couple of years ago, and um, it's more a novelty thing for me. And um, I have it at my farm. I have two of them at my farm. And, you know, occasionally I use it. It's cool. It's fun. Um, as you said earlier, John, it like, means I don't have to – Worry about getting a sweat up. It's not yeah. going to kill me to come back from the pub or down yeah. the road or wherever it is, and uh, and I can get back sort of in reasonable shape. Mine's a mountain bike, mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. and I do have a Bosch um, motor on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what are we talking about here, though? I mean, what are you guys doing that's different well, than everybody else? I mean, what what's the deal? Well, well the start. I'll I'll start with the. You go. You've got the rolling fix with the support and service. They're in every major building in the city. Yeah, there's actually one in my building now. Chifley, that's so. right. So yeah. you can see that there's um, that supports there. But those in those organisations, they're looking at small numbers of bikes to get around the city. So it'll start there with organisations or, or some of the campuses like Macquarie Park and other places we're talking to out at uh, Olympic Park too, where they can start to introduce electric bikes to allow people to move around where they are or go to meeting six, five K away, which is a nice, simple way to do it. And, and that's a beginning. That's the beginning and that and that really comes and the rolling fix the direction for the rolling fix on that is comes back to what you were talking about before where there's a 
you know, the car dealership being like, oh, we're going to program this so that you come in and you've got to get your service. Mm. So what we want to do in the future or with, with our bikes, that any bike that's sold through the rolling fix is that you get cap price servicing for three years, you get insurance that we were talking about, that third party you know, can I buy a warranty? Can I buy a warranty? Um, well, they words. all come with the warranty, like a no, know, no. What I mean by that? No, no. What I mean, what I mean by that? Can I, um, can I buy three years free service? Yes, from you. So in other words, I say you used to come to me and say, Mark, um, look, you just bought a new bike. Um, we'll give you three years free service. It's going to cost you five hundred bucks, right? If you say. if you buy a bike from us, yeah. we'll include the three years servicing. If you buy, I have another bike, and you come in. There will be like an initial inspection, and then, or and we can do an initial service. I mean, the big challenge is if some if your bike's two, three years old, and you say ring up on the phone, I want to buy a three years service package, then I go, well, what? How bad's your bike? Mm. You know, from the start. Yeah, Whereas yeah, if it's if it's one we've sold, and mm. we know our customer, and we know what they're doing, and we're engaged with them, and they're engaged with us, and then we can send them a prompt, or we and you can even program the e-bikes. I we program them to have service intervals at a kilometer or a date and you get the spanner on the dash on your e-bike. Mm, right. So using the e-bike and that and our data from the last two and a half or 3,000 services we've done, you can, we can now develop a service package that says like this is three years. And with the buildings and the corporates, like they might not want to own the bike. So we want to develop a package where they can lease a bike, comes with servicing for three years, at, you know. Because they're pretty expensive to buy, out. aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah. You know, they range from about five to, yeah. you know, five grand up to eight for a really good off-road one or whatever yeah. there is. And so it is expensive and it's an outlay and it's something that you're like, well, in three years, like, do I still want to own this or do I still want to have this as a corporation? Mm. If that's not the case, then like, you know, you can have that on a rolling lease where you go, look, trade it in, we'll get you a new one, you know, and you pay mm, Effectively that. renting it. It's effectively right. like, yeah, a long-term lease or rent. And then and then for the consumer who's like, oh, well, you know, I moved in a city, I'm sick of parking, I'm sick of public transport, I want to get on an e-bike, great. Mm. You know, here's a bike you can have. We know you ride from A to B and back four or five days a week and then do something on the weekend. Here's your service package. It's cap price servicing for three years. And we'll come and do it. Mm. So I think it's pretty important because, like my my electric bikes, my, pro, my farm. Um, the big problem with them, for me to be honest, is that uh, if something goes wrong with them, where I'm where I'm located, there's no one they can fix you it. You can fly me to Byron, mate. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, and I think, but I think you know, like if you start appointing agents around the place too, yes. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, because not everyone's going to be here here in Sydney. No. I mean, I have mine up that way because. You know, it's it's seven k's in a town, and uh, you know, not always traffic's bad. Actually, quite bad there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bike would be is much better. And the um, bike lanes are really good around Byron. They have plenty of bikes, yeah, all the way. And uh, and I and but the thing is, like, sometimes I look and there's a flat tire or something's mm-hmm. not right. And I, like my manager, he's got no idea what's going on. He's a farmer, mm-hmm. um, yeah, cattle guy. And uh, me, I got no idea. And then what I tend to do is just uh, forget it. And forget I, it. Then I think to myself, bloody hell, I spent. A lot of money on these. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was a good investment. So, one of the things around your, in your future, Robin, maybe to address just people like me, which yeah. is what you got to do, you address the problem. And there's scalability you, and, and growth. Then you build demand. Yeah. Um, if you address the problem, for me would be a bit like when you buy a car these days. You buy a car these days, and or you lease a car these days, and the last thing you want to do is have the payout period of forty percent residual, and the car's worth twenty percent. Mm. So, what BMW, Mercedes Benz do these days is they give you a guaranteed buyback. 
mm-hmm. which is equivalent to the payout. Mm-hmm. So you're actually basically renting in the car because mm-hmm. you know in a couple of years' time they're going to bring out a new model which mm-hmm. you're going to want. <laughs> so there's no point actually owning, no point paying, you know, the sort of prices yeah. you have to pay for these things. And mm-hmm. they're smart. They, they worked out these finance packages. Mm-hmm. And I think these finance packages would be great for a, 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 a bike like an e-bike, yeah. electri- electric yeah, bike. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a direction that we've looked at and talked about a lot. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The um, the other market too, Mark, is just individuals. There's, um, you know, I think Hugh was talking about his dad of of a certain age who maybe needs a bike like this. So a lot of my mates are just buying them. They've got the disposable income. They they've stopped riding bikes. I'm in the mid sixties, and there there might be a time where you just can't ride a bike as you used to, but you still want to go places. And that's another huge market that we're addressing just online, including the service, focusing mainly on Sydney to start with, but we're seeing growth and the instance of someone hopping on an e-bike when you've had that experience, um, it's always uh, almost a Yahoo, look at this, this is amazing. You know, they smile and away they go. So that experience is something they didn't think they'd have again. I'm not saying they're all old and crippled, but what I'm they they can't do what they could have done, and now they can, and that's a big market. Just those individuals who yeah. uh, and men and women. Them? How are you going to tell them? How are you going to how are you going to sort of push this into them? Well, I, I've been using my own social media and uh, and just starting off, and the the word spreads. I've had some friends who say, oh, "I'm only 58. I'm going to get one when I'm 60." They got this thing about age. I don't <laughs> know, but um, the, the we're using social media. Um, we're using the buildings because the buildings these guys are in, um, they, they have complete uh, control of what they tell the building when their service is on. It can be we're servicing, you know, you, there's 30 bikes in Chifley, they're servicing. We're also going to have an e-bike down here, come and have a try. There's things, simple things like that. It's a little bit of a, a simple growth. There'll be no big campaign because the word of mouth spreads that, oh, my God, these guys at the Rolling Fix have worked out what bikes we should have. They're not duds. Like there's no... Well, that's the other issue. Do you yeah, don't know what sort of bike to buy? We do. Yeah. Well, that's where you go. I mean, if, if it's if it's street bike, I think a lot of people know what they're what they're buying. But if yeah. it's an electric bike, they're thinking, yeah. well, hang on, yeah, which exactly. electric bike should I get a German one, a French one, Australian one, or yeah. like you know, yeah. I don't know. Like, and then what? there's there comes to the componentry as well. Like bikes are, you know, essentially a mechanical system, and like you know, people say, oh, I would have no idea. Look at it and go, I don't even know if this is good or not realistically. And you know, I get we get people all the time saying, what, which should I buy? What should mm. I buy? And being an independent service provider for the last four and a half years, we've got over twenty two and a half thousand followers on Instagram. We've got two thousand on Facebook. We're putting out some really good independent content, video content and photo content and building that trust and that relationship with our customer base and now, you know, is where we're going to have the, the ability to say, you know, and it's why our our booking form on our website says road bike, commuter bike, mountain bike. Like you, you don't need to know. And if you come to us and say like, you know, I see our, our limited styles of bikes available on our website and our service packages and then all you really need to say is, oh, you know, and it's like not sure what bike to buy fill out this like three question web form and it's like are you going to ride into the shop or are you riding off road you know do Mm. you want to do 20 or 200 k's you know and from that i can then go you know because there's so many consumers out there see things and go well i need that like you know that's that is really cool and then it sits in their garage and they don't use it you know and and it comes from anything from computer games or to cars 
and bikes. You know, people go, oh, I want to get back into this. They watch a Tour de France, oh, I'm going to go and spend 6K on a road bike. Mm-hmm. And then they dump it, they ride it twice and then they get a sore back and their knee hurts. They go to physio for three months and then the bike sits in their mm-hmm. garage. Like it's, yeah. it is, a, and it's a, and you know, and then they re- resent the investment. So we've gone to two brands at the moment, Mark, yeah. because um, we found that we, that they've got the same format of the motor and all the, the fancy, the good brakes, disc brakes, et cetera. We know what they should be. So it's Moustache, which is a French brand and uh, Riesen Muller, which is a German brand. And we find them reliable. They've got, great um, build quality and um, they can fit from young kids up to my size adult and yourself or off-road, on-road. But we're not going to have a whole swathe of multiple, multiple bikes in our site because we don't need to. You know, we've done all the work and um, if someone wants to go and buy something else, well, good yeah, good for them. But we believe that these are the best bikes. So, I mean, two things are just coming to my mind whilst I'm talking to you is um, <clears throat> the first thing is um, – around the e-bikes, and maybe you thought of this stuff, but um, it would be good that if um, you could put yourselves in a position, the rolling fix in a position, that it actually becomes the expert in what e-bikes mm-hmm. people with money should buy. Yep. Um, that's, yeah. that's because, you know, people, you're right, John, people, you know, a lot of older people who want to buy these things um, have money. Mm. Um, but they don't know which bike they should buy mm. and they need advice. Mm. That's the first thing. And um, you want to – That's. I think that's really important, like advice. The mm. second thing in, the, in terms of your future roadmap is be great to have somehow get the use of artificial intelligence which actually um, starts to prompt people as to what they should buy mm-hmm. or what when they should get a service. I mean I know right now it, it sounds a little bit – web-based, hands-on, mm-hmm. you put your application in or you put your information in, I'll look at it and I'll, I'll give you a corner. I'll tell you what the yeah. deal is, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is fine because that's where you're starting from. But over time, your future roadmap should be more more around the other way. You should be telling me what to hap- what I should be doing. For yes. sure. You know, um, and that's artificial intelligence. Then that, that's, you know, that's, that's a whole new game, whole um, new- technologically speaking. Yeah. Um, well, but- that's a, a avenue that, I mean, that – I wish Thomas was here to talk about because that is his his area. He's come from, you know, he did. He's a really creative person. Did arts at uni. Worked in web design. He does all of our back end, and he's really into that AI. And you know, we listen to a lot of podcasts and those kind of things. And just recently listened to one with um, Daniel Petri and Ian Gardner on AI and how it's going to in change the retail industry or totally. like industry mm-hmm. completely. And um, 100% like, you know, the where we want to take this is so that, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and a sponsored post says like, hey, you were here, there's an awesome off-road mountain bike park, like check out, you know, this off-road mountain, this off-road e-bike, you know, or you come through and it says like because you checked in or took a photo there and it's somewhere there and you can customer profile that and that's definitely, you know, a bit of future. But, you know, the, the amount of stuff that you walk past these days and, you know, your G, GPS locator on your phone says like, oh, you just walk past whatever, mm. come in and check it out. That is where, you know, you, we could definitely go. And if we have we have the data and the expertise to, and then we just need some help, I guess, to develop that and go, and it'd be, love, be amazing that we go to that and then it'd be sent to the website and then you get all your servicing, you know, the perfect bike for you and what you do. And then that's where it is. And also you can offer them a deal. I yeah, mean, it's, right. it's, it's, it goes beyond that. It goes to sort of say, 
Look, Mark, um, we noticed that uh, you've been riding your electric bike and uh, there's a new electric bike out. It's half the price of mm. your current electric bike. And by the way, it's, instead of saying it's going to cost me $5,000 or $3,000 or $2,500, you say it's going to cost you 20 bucks a month. Yeah, mm. 100%. Mm. And, and, and we'll guarantee you know, your residual or whatever. We'll guarantee yeah. – well, you, you, you can hand it back. And you can hand it back, yeah. Twenty four months, yeah. you can hand it back. If you don't want it, you can free hand it back. servicing yeah. for the next two years. Um, and because you know what's going to happen is because the technology is going to keep changing. The thing yeah. that I don't like is that I've gone on board bikes a couple of years ago, which probably are not up to date in terms of technology. I spent x amount of thousands of dollars on them. Yeah, I don't really like the idea. I'm a bit filthy, you know. Like I'm yeah. thinking, oh mate, you know, like you know, I don't like having because sure. I'm buying electric bikes. I'm buying new technology. Mm. Yeah. What I don't like to know is in a couple of years' time, there's more new technology because that's yeah. why I bought them in the first place. I thought they were new technology and they're yeah. not. Yeah. You know, they're, and, uh, they're, they're much faster than a car. Like a, if you get an Audi. In terms of change. It takes seven years. Yeah, so I yeah. think it's seven or eight years before really anything happens. Mm. But with the bikes, it's one, two. At the moment, it's on a, a huge um, ramp. Yeah. ramp up. It's just, I mean, you know, it, batteries are, are – the battery technology, in. as you know, is changing yeah. dramatically and that's the thing that really makes these things go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But can it's, I can, – can, right. can, can you take off my bike, my frame, can you take my my motor off and just simply put a new motor on there? Is that sort of bringing uh, it up to date or – I'd have to see what it is. Yeah. But uh, the, is the, the Bosch of, motors Bosch. have changed significantly right. in the last three years. They've Like the one that is outside there is a – the performance line CX, so it's a brand new motor, um, and then they've also got a new mapping for their mountain bikes as well. It's just a completely mm. new motor and hidden batteries. So there are there are bikes that are coming out now that, from the naked eye or an uneducated eye, you'd be like, I can't even tell that that is an e-bike. Yeah. Um. So and not only is that the visual technology, which is you know a huge you know, a huge puller. That's where the heartstrings are. You go, oh, that looks cool. I want to mm. ride it. Mm. But also the like you know the torque and the power and yeah. the specifications and the, the actual, feel. the feel mm. is increasing, you know, so yours would have, you know, wouldn't have the new motor, wouldn't have the mapping technology that the new Bosch, like they have a specific software for mountain bikes. So the now. question for me is, do I wait? So that's no, what no, you, no, no, never wait. No, nah, but wait. I know you don't want me to wait, but that, that'd be the question. I'll be saying, oh, I want to just wait for the next, like, you know, it's like buying the Apple the next iPhone, like, do I no. think, oh, just pass this one, I'll get the next one yeah. when it comes up because it's going to be so much better. Yeah. And then they turn around every year. Um, I mean, you get that new phone feeling. Like, you know, we'd love, this is consumer, consumer. Yeah, but now. I, yeah, get to a point. Like, I've done it like five times. I'm thinking, oh, this will do me at the moment. I, the iPhone, the i8's out. Like, I'm, I'm not going to get the i I'm, I'm going to wait for the next one. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm even thinking about changing to a Samsung. I might even try something different. Mm. Um, so, I've done that four or five times. You're right, mm. but like it's I'm not that now. I'm not that impetuous, and I and you know also fifteen hundred bucks. I thought, what, what's mm. the point? Like this yeah. one works fine for me. Yeah. But where do you where do you work this out? I mean, how do you gonna? I mean, that's this is, a, this is the big thing for you. Like, how do mm. I keep ahead of the future roadmap? We keep talking about the future roadmap because it's really important in this new venture. It's a it's coming from software background selling Adobe and Microsoft products, it's always someone would say, oh, I'll wait for the next one. No, you don't wait now. You, if you want to do your audio and video, you go now. So what we have to do is actually work out that financing model so that you feel that you can yeah. go to the next model because if you, if you purchase – well, actually, if you purchase now, the rules aren't going to change. That bike I'm on still has 25K max. That's not going to change. Um, it's got a battery that I can do 60 to 80K on. So actually, it's quite good at the moment. It's the visuals that are going to change, which is why the iPhone 8 people get excited by, oh, it looks nice. But we have to work out a model where people can actually 
sign up by, it could be they could have it for three months, six months. It doesn't have to be um, a three-year. Mm. But as long as it comes with a service and we've got that bike under control, when the bike comes back at the end of whatever, we've got another, we've got a vehicle that we can actually, as they do in the car industry, reuse. So it's not, I think that's a very important point. Is there a second-hand market? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. They hold their value really high and also yeah. – Big thing overseas is uh, rental rentals. So yeah. Europe and New Zealand, especially, are mm. massive on their e-bike rental market, holiday yeah. like holiday market yeah. essentially. So you can go and ride through the Alps in on an e-bike. You'd and, have to wear a helmet there, though. And, well, no, that's true. <coughs> what do you think about that? Just just off the, I mean, <laughs> the sideline. I mean, what do you think about the helmet argument at the moment? Well, I always say, what do you think about seatbelts? But and and just say like, oh well, you know, they brought yeah. them in fifty years ago, and my dad sits in the car or whatever, I never used to have to wear one of these, <laughs> you know, now he puts it on every day and forgets about it. So yeah. I think helmets are, you know. They'll be political. Tell me what yeah, you're yeah. Uh, well, not be political. Like, I, like, you know, I ride and I'm used to riding with a helmet, so I feel unsafe when I don't have one on. Right. Yeah. If I was, if I was like lived in Byron and I was 400 metres from the beach in the coffee shop and I was like riding a single speed kid's bike like a bmx that i just pulled out of the garage to roll down there because i was too lazy to walk or the tarmac was too hot because it's the middle of summer and i want to roll down there in bare feet yeah i might think oh i don't really need a helmet here and um yeah. there's a lot of research mark on the people who have uh overseas on the bike share schemes that the amount of accidents are really low because if you take copenhagen or other places the speed and the interaction with cars is so safe then maybe you don't. But here, um, I still wear a helmet because you're on a bike path and then instantly you're on the road. You know, like there's – once we have that infrastructure, you could reconsider, I think, wearing helmets for people who rent bikes because at the moment the bikes out there being rented, they've got a helmet on them, but they're not always there now. And also someone else been wearing it. I mean, yeah, like, that's I'm right. not sure if I want to yeah. go and put on someone else's no, helmet on. definitely You not. need a bandana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll make it worse. I'll look yeah. like Peter Fitzsimons. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So, like, guys, yeah. this is a fascinating discussion and mm. I'm glad to catch up with you again after mm. I met you on the Uber pitch and, mm. you know, you've taken it out to the next level in mm. e-bikes and I think it's a pretty exciting, cool area mm. in terms of technology. You're doing a great job. Can you can I ask you, uh, give you the opportunity to ask me the question, you know, what one question did you want to ask me? Well, we, talk, we talked about this a little bit and I think it, I've changed my mind having been here and I'm going to go off the cuff. Yeah. Um, Best As way. a consumer, mm. like, you know, you're off the iPhone, new phone feeling, you know, you're off, you're, you're, you know, I can't remember the word you exactly used, but you're disappointed with your purchase from three years ago and the old technology. What is it that you look for when you want to buy something? Like, is it a new phone feeling? Like, you know, is it the financing model? Is it the car continual service or 24-hour support, like what is a, what would be the key, you know, you know, key point that would get you across the line? Fit for purpose. So in other words, um, uh, my purpose is, so my purpose, which is the thing that the most important thing, is it gets me there as efficiently as anything else in the market. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's got to look cool. Yeah. And uh, it's always a ready, ready for me to ride. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, 
awesome like bike reference, but even like outside of bikes, like anything, thing, yeah, anything in terms exactly. of like fit for purpose, always fit for purpose. purpose. Always fit for purpose. I don't want to be forking out lots of dough for a new iPhone eight when I, when the iPhone seven works. works. I yeah. don't want to be going getting a new e bike when the currently one I got it mm. works. works. Yeah, if it works, and I want to make sure whatever I pay for works. So, I mean, what you're offering is, um, and I don't want to keep forking dough out. So, mm. yeah, if you offer free service, twenty bucks a week. Uh, or whatever it is, twenty bucks yeah. a month, yeah. yeah, whatever it is, and uh, you know the latest, the latest Technology. within reason, and their, yeah, and, and their the, ability and it works gets me to where I've got to go to. I don't have to go shit. Mm. The bloody tires flat, or uh, mm. how do I fix that? Or am I, is that a whirl I can hear there? Or mm. you know, yeah. or or I get out there and I'm down there and someone and I see someone else with the bike that makes me look like I'm a grandpa, which I am. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to see that either. So yeah, so I rely on you mm. to set me up. To make me fit whatever it is I'm using to be fit for purpose, whether it's a bike, mm. a phone, a mm. car, etc. Mm. Everything I do is disposable now in terms yeah, of material it stuff. It's all disposable. I don't really want to have it unless it's vintage, and I'm yeah. just going for a vintage drive in my, you know, my like old older car. Yeah, old totally. And you know, when I, which I do, yeah. and I do that like like once a year, yeah, literally. Sure. And uh, but normally, I'm if I'm away or if I'm somewhere, I want to get there quickly. I want it to be easy and convenient. I want it to be already charged. I want to make sure it's not, you know, it works mm. and uh, and it looks good. Yeah. And I'm not paying too much for it. And you're not paying too much for it. And mm. if you don't want to use it anymore, you can… Hand it back. Hand it back. Yeah, mm. I don't want to be stuck with it. I yeah. want to spend $5,000 and I think, no, what am I going to do with this thing? It's $5,000. Then I'm forced to use it. Mm. And I think, mm. shit, I better go and take that out of the garage and give that a ride. And I don't mm. really want it. It's a grudge. It's become mm. a grudge ride mm. then. Yeah. And it's it's sort of where you're heading. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, you know, that, that Netflix mold. Yeah, you know, yeah, of like, or like, you know, you know, yeah. the pay as you go in and out, in and out, and mm. then you get the best technology. You get the new, the new stuff can come in, yep. and when they, and because it is software updatable, like back to bikes now, like you can come in. We're gonna update your software every six months, so you have the latest mapping, the latest technology, the latest power mm. output, mm. the best battery life. Because that is, you know, once the cells are in there, they're like, you know, that it's just a. The, the brain that works them and how efficient they are. So you can get, you know, more range as you update your software and those kind of things. And then, you know, at the three-year mark or whatever or a year when they bring out this hidden battery one that's like inside the frame mm. and it looks twice as cool when you go, like, you know, we send you a photo. And so it's like, oh, hey, this has come to the market. You, it's cost you no more. All you got to do is just like hand that one back and we'll give you this one and you're cool and you go, yeah, I love that. Or like actually haven't ridden it in six months, like, can have, I get can, out? Yeah, take it back. And, uh, and I guess that what you're looking for is what's the common denominator between me and all the other 10,000 people you might want to survey. Mm. Um, you've just got one survey one. But what's mm. the common denominator between all of us? And I don't know what it is. It might be the yeah. 20 bucks a month or it might be who knows what it is. Mm. It might be all of the things I said. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's where your artificial intelligence becomes quite valuable over mm. time because you're continually prompting people from the data that you get you're not mm. even actually asking you. The data Just you get getting, is telling you. That's right. Yeah. And then you're you're actually able to go out and tell everybody what they want. I mean, that's and that's pretty exciting stuff. Like it's yeah. really cool. It's the Netflix model. Yeah, it's totally the Netflix model. Like mm. I go turn on Netflix now. They tell me what I want to watch because yeah. I watch. You know, I watch Peaky Blinders. They start telling me I should be watching. Uh, Whatever it is, some yeah, other well, thing, you know. Don't let your housemates use your Netflix because then I get children's Disney shows because yeah, my yeah, girlfriend's yeah. logged into my account. That's yeah, no, that's right. It's, it's, but it's quite clever though. It's, yeah, yeah, I know, and yeah. that's where it's going to end up. Yeah. At least you know why that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know why that's, that's the case. Right. It's not Netflix making a mistake. It's using you know, my, yeah. my, my girlfriend's looking at this or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's, that's, that's where the world's heading. Everything's sure. disposable mm. because – 
I only want transport for a short experience because I'm actually trying to get to the coffee shop or the yeah. pub. Mm. Mm. It's it's just a means to get somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to think too much about it. I don't want to be too – some people are different than me, but I don't want to get too yeah. involved. I don't want to spend time, you know, getting brain damage about thinking if I've got the right Bosch motor or this motor. Yeah, that's right. I just want to know that's all right. those things are covered. 100%. And you're, you're looking after me. The rolling fix yeah. is fixing it up for me. Yeah. It's that's sorted. It. That's yeah. it. And you sort it for me, I mean, I'm there and I'm, I'll, I'll pay for it. I mean, I don't care. I'll, that's what I'll pay for. Yeah. And I'd rather pay you 20 bucks a month or a week or whatever it is. I'd rather pay you $20 every five days than pay $5,000 day one. Yeah. Mm. Every day of the week. And, and you know, I might think to myself, yeah, I can give back six months. How good is that? But I probably won't. No. You'll go, oh. No, you won't. I'm, you won't. Because I joined your like, gym. Oh, yeah. I've got that. I've got that. Dinner down there at the pub. So I'll need to use it next week. So I might I give it back to today. I might well, need to use it's it. Like, next week. It's like gym membership. You know, yeah. you pay thirty bucks a week, whatever you pay a week, and you might you might not use a gym very often. You know, I got mm. three gym memberships in three different places. And uh, you go to Anytime Fitness. No, no, I know Anytime <laughs> Fitness, but I, but I mean, I because I, because of the, mainly because one gym has got a certain lot of equipment that I like, another yeah. gym's got certain things that I like, and, and uh, I just because I keep paying them, like it, it, and it's it's visible. I don't even see it comes out of my credit card. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and I think I should have been going to use that one um, because I've been paying for that one. And, but but it, but that's that 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 gym um, subscription system is fantastic, mm. and money just rolls in. Mm. Yeah, it's like an annuity to you. Yeah, mm. it's beautiful. Like it's the mm. best business, and gyms are smashing it now. Mm. Yeah. Gym businesses are doing so well. So you're, you're, I reckon you're in a really good uh, sort of position. Like mm. uh, you're, you're positioning yourself well, and uh, and it's great to see the evolution from you know, fixing bikes. And I think that'll be your bread and butter for a while. You know, yes. It's yeah. good revenue. You know, people mm. need it. The demand's yeah. always yeah. going to be there. And then you start to move into these other sort of technologies and mm. uh, tapping that customer base you have. Mm-hmm. Is going to be fantastic. I reckon you've got a great business. It's great to see your evolution from last time I saw you in the Uber Uber pitch, and uh, it's very nice to meet Thomas's dad. And it's good it's to see. You. It's good to see you've got some, you know, an older head in the group yeah. to help you out. And uh, CWO, that, that CWO. What's that mean? Chief Wisdom Officer. <laughs> I like it. That's they good. could have changed the W to something else, but they kept yeah. it wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I, well, no, but, it, that, but by the way, <clears throat> it's good to have someone just grab you by the back of the jacket and sort of say hang on what about this yeah that's that's sure. cool because um you guys come with lots of energy yeah um he comes with a, a long right hand yeah and uh yeah. he can pull you back that's right yeah so guys look it's working that, well fantastic rolling fix thanks i love it thanks very Thank much you. for having us mark thanks awesome. mark lovely